Hey. Hey, are you here? L let, me, let me ask. What year is this? You know, we're kind of about to cross over, but, you know, then again, I don't know when you're tuning in. Maybe this is tomorrow afternoon. Or maybe yesterday evening. Huh? What? What? What time are you tuning in? Well, it doesn't matter. I'm, gl I'm glad you're here listening to the Paul Leslie Hour. And this episode is extraordinary. Indeed. Because it presents an interview and intimate recorded live and unplugged songs from Grammy-winning songwriter and visual artist John Goodwin. <laughs> You're going to love this. You know, not long ago, Paul was texting with Charlie Bauer of the Key West Songwriters Festival about great songwriters. Well, Paul recalled this session with John Goodwin recorded in March, March 4th, 2009, at a top recording studio in Nashville, Tennessee. The great David Brainerd recorded and engineered the session. It went out on the radio, but it's since been remixed to present what went down as authentically and naturally as possible. And you are about to hear it. Aren't you glad you're here? You know, John Goodwin's also an exceptional painter. Check out some of his fine artwork. Go visit GoodwinArtGallery.com. John's work is imaginative, kind of offbeat. And like any good art, it gives you food for thought and food for the spirit. Hey, before we get into the session, you got to do this. You got to go to the Paul Leslie Hour YouTube channel and subscribe. Yeah, it's free. It's quick. It's easy. And that way you won't miss any of our exclusive content that we present just for you. But if you're not a subscriber. Well, what are you missing? Okay, folks, let's listen together. We're here in Nashville with John Goodwin, a man who wears his passion for his songs like a thorny crown. Serving up the truth du jour, John Goodwin joins us for an interview, a state of the artist's address, if you will, John Goodwin is also going to perform some of his songs for us. It is with great pleasure we welcome the moon and the man, Mr. John Goodwin. Thank you so much for making the time to do this. It's a great honor. I'm happy to do it, man. I've been looking forward to it. I have too. There's a song that you wrote called The Same Boat, which we closed in celebration of our 100th episode of the show with. And I've always liked that song, so I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about it. Well, um, you know, every now and then, you know, every now and then, like, you know, I, you know, I'm looking, looking around, uh, you know, and, and I, and I sort of, you know, have this overwhelming kind of thought and feeling that, you know, we're all in this world together. Now, I don't think that 24 seven, but every so often, man, I just like, you know, see people and stuff and realize like, you know, the rain falls on all of us and. We're all vulnerable to the same stuff, so that's uh, the inspiration for the song. 
I know a whole lot of people are feeling so far apart. We forget that behind what's different, we all have a heart. And the things that seem to divide us are just in our minds. If we open our eyes to the truth, I know we would find we're all in the same world, living under the same sky. We're all doing our best to do our best and keep a flame of love alive. We're all sailing the same sea, making a one-time trip. We're all in the same boat, so why can't it be? Friendship Sometimes we forget That we're really not in it alone We may live in different houses But it's all the same home And no matter how much we possess One day we'll be gone The only thing that'll matter is the love that we've shown Cause we're all in the same world Living under the same sky We're all doing our best To do our best and keep a flame of love alive We're all sailing the same sea Making a one-time trip We're all in the same boat So why can't it be a friendship? We're all in the same boat So please let it be a friendship Beautiful performance. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I was hoping you could tell everybody out there about uh, an upcoming album that you have out, a, a, uh, a solo guitar and vocal album. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've done five albums, most of which have bands and uh, arrangements and a lot of other instruments. Uh, and I decided after being a songwriter for so long that I was going to test myself and see if I could in any way, like, be, like, you know, good, interesting or whatever, you know, for 40 minutes with just a guitar and a voice, which is basically how most all songs start, you know, with myself and other artists. So uh, I decided to launch into it and, uh, you know, not knowing of, you know, what the end result would be, but... We're definitely in process, and it seems kind of interesting at that, this point. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of getting to see it before it's released. Truly, but 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 these these songs I'm playing are, are not the ones on the on the next CD. Right. Um, still trying to figure out exactly 
which ones of the ones we've recorded that I'm going to release. And uh, at that point, you will be the first to have a copy, man. All right. It's interesting how when somebody writes a song, they can have a certain message in mind, and then the listener can get an entirely different message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one song that you have that I've identified with very, very much, and that's The Wrong Way Parade. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because this is the way I've taken it. I felt like in my life there are many people who are telling me to go that this is a certain way to go. And there have been t- when I heard that song, I, th- I thought, that's me. I'm the leader of The Wrong Way Parade. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I was hoping you could tell us, since you wrote it, about that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love your take on it. You know, my take was like, you know, I, I forgot where I was. You know, I write wh- wherever I am, I write. I'm writing in cafes. I'm writing in my car. I'm writing, you know, wherever there's a flat surface. And I usually, you know, I usually end up writing. Um, I was sitting in a coffee house and I was just thinking about my life and everything I've done and tried to do. And, and I had this weird feeling that I, I've been going the wrong way. You know, we always think we're right in doing what we do and we justify it and stuff like that. But I just thought, no, 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 man. Like, even though my friends and everybody are behind me and stuff like that, like, I've been going the exact opposite way that I should have gone. So it just sort of came into my mind as like a picture of a parade with me, like, out in front, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It goes like this. I was beating a drum, I was banging a bell I was marching down Main Street, cocky as hell I was living a dream, only to find Sometimes the eyes of the dreamer are reality blind I looked over my shoulder, all my friends were there Time and money to blow no mercy to spare I really thought that I was ahead of the game but I was leading a wrong way parade I was stepping so high to the thundering cheers I didn't hear the voice of reason talking in my ears saying there's more than the local charade If I knew which end was up I would have been afraid There were floats and cowboys And beauty queens Aging television stars In old limousines I really thought that I Was ahead of the game But I was leading A wrong way parade Turned my life around All my don'ts were done All my dues were paid From leading the wrong way parade Yeah, I 
been leading a wrong way parade I've always liked that song. When somebody listens to one of your records, what is it that you hope the listener gets out of the experience? Well, you know, to me, these records are, are really a, a process I've been going through. I, I'm going to try and answer that, but, you know, this, these records are, are kind of like my evolution as a person as well as an artist, so... You know, when I, when I make these records and I, I get away from them for a year or something and listen to them, you know, I see, I see myself as I was. And it kind of, you know, makes me kind of like sort of want to redesign my path and become better at certain things. And, and, um, so for me, it's a, it's a journey. It isn't just a, like, um, you know, just one thing. Uh, and it's just changes I'm going through. So, you know, I, I hope they, they like them. I hope they enjoy them. I hope they're entertained. I hope they they hear some of their own story in there. And, uh, you know, I, you know um, sometimes, like, we all feel alone in the world. And we hear, hear, we hear somebody else expressing what we've thought or, or been through. We, we don't feel so alone. So, you know, I guess I hope that in some way, you know, answers question uh, <laughs> you know I liked what you said at first too about it kind of being like a documentation of history yeah um, definitely it's it's for me it's been kind of a mirror you know and you look in the mirror and you see things you know that could be slightly different you know and then it may be as simple as like going with the mirror analogy it, it may be like eh, maybe I should wear another color than the one I have on or you know, maybe I should, you know, shorten my sideburns, but it's it's more like a psychological mirror than a physical mirror. Tell us about the song "I'm Crossing Over." "I'm Crossing Over" is is uh, I wrote it at a party in the in in a kitchen in the middle of this party in Nashville. It was a birthday party for a friend of mine was having, and it was a real turning point for me because I realized like where I was going as a person, and that would also kind of you know be where I was going as a songwriter and I wanted to get into more of a, a light you know um, a lighter sweeter softer kind of song song kind of songwriting than I'd been into you know um, I always feel like you know the when you have the mind you know you have duality you have you know right wrong peace war and all that stuff but the heart and the heart you know the heart is unified and i wanted to i wanted to be more of a heart writer than a head writer so i had that realization in the kitchen i just asked for a piece of paper and sat down and wrote this song so that's where that came from <laughs> came to live on the dark side of the river Watching the lights shine on the other side 
Terrific song. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's how I always interpreted that song, is like choosing love. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there's always another way to look at situations than maybe our, our first original impression, you know. And there's always, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, basically, I'm a loving person anyway, but there's always a more loving way. And uh, I think ultimately we want to get to that place, especially like, you know, the way things are in the world now. You know, we've all got to live here together and, you know, despite our differences. So, like, uh, let's get on with upgrading our personal preferences. <laughs> <laughs> this is a question that I found, it's, it seems simple, but it's sometimes it's, it stumps people a little. What is it that you like about music? I don't know. You know, I don't think anybody really, really knows, you know, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I used to hear records that my parents were playing in the house, and I really loved them, and, you know, I, I, it just, you know, I, part of it has to do with, I think, what people feel when they make it, if they're really inspired, you know, uh, I think that, you know, that affects people who hear it, too, Um you know, and I think that was the whole the reason the music industry, you know, grew to what it was because it released records that made people feel good, turned them on, made them happy, made them dance or whatever. And uh, 
what the what the artists and the labels back in the early days were feeling, you know, turned about out to be like how the public felt when they heard it. Hmm. There's a song from your album Truth Du Jour called Cavalier, and I always heard the piano in it, uh-huh. but we're going to hear it today as an uh, acoustic guitar song. Uh-huh. Sure. So tell us about Cavalier. Okay. And by the way, um, a lo- uh, the acoustic piano was played by uh, the producer of my first five albums. His name is Bobby Terry, just one of the most talented people in Nashville, Tennessee. He plays every instrument brilliantly. Uh, but all songs, most songs that I write out start on a guitar. And... Um, I just wanted to mention Bobby because he's just been so amazing with my music. Um, the song Cavalier, well, this harkens back to a slightly darker, you know, time, but not too dark, you know. I was, I was on a bus in London. It was kind of a cold gray day and I'm sitting on the bus and, you know, this beautiful young woman gets on the bus and, um, she was wearing this dark green velvet long jacket. And, you know, she, she had a very, you know, fashion model kind of look about her. But there was also something a little bit like just slightly arrogant, you know, like kind of felt like she was the royalty and I was the, you know, I was just the average person. And um, so I sort of wrote this about her. <laughs> In fact, I wrote it on the bus. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm going to play it right now. High on her horse she rides One human nine parts pride So high above the crowd Hungry glances crying out But when she looks at me It's like I am not here I'm just a fantasy And she's so cavalier Not mine to take the one I want to have. I always like all the rest to be chosen to be blessed. Eyes on the promised land, distant yet so near. My heart is in her hand. She's so cavalier From King's Road, London Town To Sunset Boulevard seen her looking down outside tender inside hard sugar covered attitude 
sexy but severe Only my heart to lose And she's so cavalier Indifferent as the moon But perfect as a tear You have such a way with words. Oh, thank you. That's what everybody tells me. Way. Way with words. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, hard for a lot of artists to answer, but could you pick a favorite album of yours? Not really. Not really. Really, you know, what I've been thinking of doing since I, you know, this new, this guitar vocal album I'm doing is just total. I th I'm trying to make it like just a total love album. I'm trying not to go political or social political or sexual political and just make a total love album out of this new one. So what I'm actually thinking of doing is going back through the other ones and just taking those kind of songs and putting out a new album with just that. See, I'm sort of redefining myself. You know, I'm tired of conflict. It's interesting. It's interesting in movies. It's interesting sometimes in life. It's interesting in the news, but I'm tired of it. You know, I just, you know, I just want some peace in my heart. Like, you know, that's so, um, I can't say which is my favorite album. I like a lot of stuff I've done and there's some stuff I, you know, on looking back, I should never have released because, you know, we all get seduced in the process of recording and believing that a lot of stuff we do is like, really cool but you know time teaches us you know things about some stuff being cooler than others that we couldn't quite realize at the time we were doing it you know what i mean i think so however i have to say you know i i feel like nashville was was it was a real change like if you listen to all of your albums it was a very different record mm -hmm. from the others intentionally too yeah yeah but my favorite has always been since i heard it is state of the artist oh, cool that's yeah. that's my my personal favorite oh cool but the, one of the songs on nashville is cry of the hopeless yeah yeah tell us about that one well um i think you know it, it seemed to me like like a lot of people you know maybe not intentionally are, are writing to get attention you know like you hear these songs on the radio or, or videos and stuff, and it seems like the artists behind the message are saying, love me, dig me, you know. Um, it isn't so much about the song, it's about them being adulated. Um, so I just decided to write a song that was kind of stripped away of any desire to be, you know, recognized or paid attention to for anything other than the song itself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm not. 
not asking for love Like a lot of songs do I'm not begging for attention In the name of being true I'm not offering you wisdom Cause it really isn't mine If you're following me I would be leading you blind I am the cry of the hopeless Revealed but never heard I am the sound of desperation In the shape of little words I'm not in it for the fame I'm a dream of being satisfied Going up in flames I am rising in the distance Like a little trail of smoke Tomorrow I'll be buried under Headlines and jokes I am the cry of the hopeless Revealed but never heard I am the sound of desperation shape of little words I am the howling of a being to a moon that doesn't care I am the cry of the hopeless and I come from everywhere I am wandering in the cities from pillar to post I live out in the country on the winding back roads I am burning in the shanties And the local high school halls Sometimes you even hear me From behind the palace walls I am the cry of the hopeless Revealed but never heard I am the sound of desperation In the shape of little words I am the howling It doesn't care I am the cry of the hopeless And I come from lighten it up somehow <laughs> you know if you don't laugh after that like you're in trouble right aside from the the solo acoustic album what is in the future of john goodwin well same thing that's in everybody's future <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know i i just like uh you know, keep my sails open, and hopefully the wind of inspiration blows me to, you know, another good place, you know. Um, you never know if another song is coming. I'm also a painter, and, you know, you never know if another painting's coming and stuff like that. You just, you know, try and stay focused and try and stay real and, um, you know, and just hope that you leave some good things on the way, you know. I mean, I, I it seems like, 
I'm kind of finally waking up to, to what it's all about. And it's funny how that awakening can sometimes happen as your, as your legs go, you know, <laughs> you know, I just want to want to do better, you know, be better and, and really do good things for other people. You know, now that I've sort of maybe gathered a little bit of my, you know, creative power within me, uh, took a long time to find it. There was a, you know, a piece here and a piece there. And, you know, I had to, you know, spend a lot of time searching for those pieces, but hopefully most of them are there and I'll be a good, you know, love machine. <laughs> <laughs> We've done, or you've, you've sang a, a, a lot of songs here that I think are, are, have very serious messages, but one of the songs in the new album is a lighthearted comedy. Uh, uh -huh. Monday, I'm starting my diet. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Tell us about that song. It's just a, a love song to food that you realize you're going to have to, uh, you know, live without for a certain time. And I've, you know, gone on many diets in my life. And, you know, just like a lot of people, you know, lose it and put it back. And, you know, but it's something, if you do put it back, it's something, you know, that you always have to deal with again at some point. At least I have. So I just was writing my farewell to food, you know. I don't think anybody's ever written a love song to food, have they? Maybe, maybe, maybe they have. <laughs> maybe they have. <laughs> yeah, when I heard that song, I thought absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> <laughs> absence makes the heart grow thinner. <laughs> I, I, I play it for you if you want. All right, let's hear it. Okay. Farewell creme brulee, goodbye chocolate cake Monday I'm starting my diet So long fondue, I'll miss you too But Monday I'm starting my diet I've been putting it off for one year too long Now the clothes that were loose no longer fit on But this tie around my waist soon will be gone Monday, I'm starting my diet. Low calorie, you'll be hearing from me. Monday, I'm starting my diet. Trading foods that I love for something fat free. Monday, I'm starting my diet. Oh, I'm gonna bake it, I'm gonna broil it. Normally I like to fry it But the doc says my heart is a ticking time bomb So Monday I'm starting my diet Wait for me KFC I'll be back Jumbo Jack Six months between old friends, but chocolate and peanuts, it's over between us. Monday, I'm starting my diet. Please, Rigatoni, forget that you know me. Monday, I'm starting my diet. 
I smile with crying that I'm dying inside I can no longer deny it Don't pass me that pie No matter how much I cry Monday I'm starting my diet Monday I'm starting my diet And if you love me Hide the brownies I suppose there's never a better time to ask than now, because over the last year, I've been asking all the guests, you might have heard me asking this, what is your all-time favorite meal? And it's such an interesting question, because you, the person always reveals something about their personality. Uh-huh. So what is your all-time favorite meal? Oh, man. Now you're going to get insight into the thousand personalities of John Goodwin, you know. I can't say I have a favorite. I really can't, you know. I mean, I like all kinds of food, and, you know, sometimes an apple is cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, you know, so what does that say about my personality? Like, You're diverse. Definitely. See? Definitely. <laughs> I was hoping you could tell the listeners out there how they can find out about your music and your, your visual art as well. Um, sure. Um, the vis- a lot of my paintings I have up on, on a MySpace page, but I'm not really working the page. I think I have like seven friends, but I know them all, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's, uh, but there's, there's no music on the site. I'm planning to add that. And I don't really know how to build my site. So everybody's putting advertisements and stuff like that on my site. I don't know what that's about, but. It's John Goodwin's site, MySpace slash, or MySpace.com slash J-O-H-N-G-O-O-D-W-I-N-S-I-T-E. And I just have a bunch of paintings there that you can check out. And hopefully soon there will be some music when I figure out how to do it. (laughs) You can also go to iTunes, and there's an album I have up there of, it's songs from a lot of the different albums. Um, so it's called, oh no, I'm spacing out and I shouldn't do this. It's called Up to Here. It's on Ramp Records. That's right. They can also listen to some of the songs on the music section of jeffbridges.com. Yeah. There's a, there's a song, I think this was on the Up to Here compilation called Squaresville. I think, I'm not sure if that was on there, but, uh. Might be, might be. Well, tell us about Squaresville. Wrote it in a coffee house in Nashville. It came from L.A. Um, moved here maybe 13 years ago. And, you know, it wasn't really a culture clash at first. I mean, I can go anywhere in the world and kind of feel at home and blend in, you know. And It, it only started becoming a culture clash about 11 years into the 13 years. <laughs> So I was feeling a little, you know, feisty and cantankerous. So, uh, you know, I wrote the song about what I was seeing going on around me. It's probably not fair, but, you know, all's fair in rock and roll, right? (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll play that one for you if you'd like. Let's hear it. I was 
minding my business, doing the limit, taking all the heat that the clowns were giving. Went up in the rear view, the flashing red lights pulled me over to the shoulder, and this cold dark night said, You're going too fast for this little town. Even when you're standing still, I'm gonna give you a ticket for being too cool in Squaresville. Now all the Main Street angels say I'm a freak, you're from another planet. If you talk too deep between the school and the steeple, their minds are set. They put four right angles in their pretty young heads. Billionaire smile to know people who know feel the wind chill. Up on crosses of ice for being too hip in Squaresville. Down in Squaresville, nobody knows nothing that the TV don't say is so. In Squaresville, there ain't no love. Behind the guns of fashion and the chains of desire They got keys that'll open your prison of fire But they don't know you, they can't even see you Unless you're hid in the red on conformity's VU And the purple parrots chatter over cappuccino Saying what is and isn't cool still I gotta make my way, cause it's another day in Squaresville. If you break your chain, satisfaction is a lonely thrill. No matter what they say, they never give it away in Squaresville. So dies the myth of perfection. <laughs> <laughs> this broadcast is going out to over 40 nations around the world. 39 of which I will no longer be welcome in. <laughs> Paul. Just, just kidding, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go, I wanted to just give you the opportunity to just say whatever you like and then maybe also send everyone on their way with a song um yes uh I, I just you know this is gonna sound a little strange i just you know hope everybody has a good day you know because good days are the building blocks of a good life and i hope everybody you know finds the satisfaction they're looking for and sees a lot of their better dreams come true and you know we're all evolving we're all changing we're all becoming better artists, whether we're working with music or paint or just, just life, you know? And that's really kind of all I have to say, and, and then some, you know? I, I, I guess I wrote this song on a really cold winter day in Nashville. I was looking outside my window, and 
This just kind of came. Outside my frozen window I've been searching past forever And it's the last day of the moon Love Have you tried the other number? I can't cross a broken ocean But I'm holding out for you There's a scarecrow in the meadow Right behind my sacred eyes There's a white crow flying Sanskrit In the boys and berry sky It's a message from my master the ones who stayed behind See the angels jumping jokers But don't let it break your mind Love Come outside my frozen window I've been searching past forever And it's the last day of the moon have you tried the other number? I can't cross a broken ocean, but I'm holding out for you. When I chose this incarnation 700 years ago, physical migration in the journey of my soul I saw candles in the distance I heard rockets in the air and I knew most birth is choiceless and I wanted to be there for Come outside my frozen window I've been searching past forever And it's the last day of the moon Love Have you tried my other number? I can't cross a broken ocean but I'm holding out for Thank you from the bottom of my heart, my heart, John. It's been a true pleasure to sit here and, and witness all this. Thank you so much, Paul. And I, I do appreciate what you do, bringing great new people to uh, other people's attention and uh, also for your uh, endless support over 
the years that I've known you. Thank you so much. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.